flex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream. It's the Tash Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer. Cause it's time to tune in to the Tash Show. All right. All right. What up? What up? What up? Here we go. A little Monday. Monday. Monday edition of the Tash Show. Coming right at you. Right after what we saw last night from the WWE, the Elimination Chamber. This will be a very busy show, I promise. The next two hours will fly by, I think. Then again, it might suck. No, no, it'll be good. A lot of you guys might want to give uh, your input on the new WWE World Champion. On what you thought of the Elimination Chamber. What you thought of the new women's champion. There's a new champ there too. So they did a lot of interesting stuff on the show. We'll get into that. Also, Off the Hooks. uh, Got to give Off the Hooks for match three. Myself and the Lumberjack and I guess Anthony. I don't even know if he's involved with this anymore. Uh, We'll give uh, match three for fantasy booking. For the ultimate WrestleMania card leading up to the real WrestleMania. Some of you people are calling the show already. Lines are starting to pack up. The phone lines are blocked right before we went on live. I don't know why. It's not my fault. I'm not the call expert. You have to talk to him about that. So, uh, what else? There's uh, other things. There's some other news. Maybe the business we got to go over later on. Uh, basically, you got a new champ. And there's things I want to say about it. I want to talk about that whole card last night. So I watched the pre-show and that. And if you want to talk about like I said, you can call the show. It's very simple. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948. And then a little later on, uh, we will get into why the Lumberjack is a effing cheater. Timber! And how everybody says the Lumberjack was right. Meanwhile, Lumberjack is a BS artist. And I'm biting my tongue to be a professional out here. Yeah. Not being Potty Mile Jones. Uh, but I'm going to get into that later on. You rat bastard. You. That's you, Lumberjack. Yeah. Nice try, buddy. You, nice try. Okay. You got me on Friday. You got me. But you get me once, fool me once, that's it. You know that expression, right? Fool me once, no more after that. That's the expression. That's something what like they that. say. You stop? It's something like that. Traditionally, uh, that's, the, uh, that's the saying. You got me once, buddy. You got me once. You were right. Because you cheated. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Bray Wyatt wins. He wins the world championship, which it's well-deserved. I'm very happy for Bray Wyatt. Congratulations to Bray Wyatt. Don't know the guy, but, you know, know his, you know, his history, his family's history, uh, how long he's plugged away at this. The man has paid his dues, and he's worked very hard. Um, and he capped off, which I thought was an awesome Elimination Chamber match. I did not think the Elimination pay-per-view itself, the full card, I didn't think it was that great. I, I There were a lot of things in it that I that I didn't like at all, and I'll get into that in a little bit. And and one was the announcing. I hate to say it, but I'm just, just calling, uh, calling the way I heard it. Um, but Bray Wyatt wins. And let me tell you something. If you're going to push a guy and... You're going to wait this long to put the title on him, which some people on Twitter were saying, ah, it's, it's, you know, 
whatever, that should have happened a year ago or two years ago or three years ago, whatever. Let me tell you something. Whenever you get the opportunity to be the world champion, there is no, <laughs> it should have been, could have been, would have been better if it was this time. That's, that's a load of malarkey, as they say, okay? That's a load of malarkey. You get the chance to have the crown jewel, the world title, you smile, you thank the wrestling gods, and the booker who put it on you, okay? In this case, it's Vince McMahon. So, yeah, that's what you do, and your opponent's in this thing. You thank them also. I thought the actual, like I said, the Elimination Chamber match was really, really well done. I thought all the men worked their asses off. It's a tough match to work. You have to utilize that chamber, not a hell in a cell, like Mauro told us again that it was, because it's not. But um, that steel structure does not know how to work, as we call it. So there's no movement. There's nothing there. It's a big steel. And... Um, out of all those announcers, uh, you know, uh, I thought JBL, because of his experience, did the best job explaining with the script of how dangerous that thing is. Um, uh, I really did. So, uh, but at the end of the day, Bray Wyatt wins. And if you're going to push a guy, you're going to push him right. And they did that with Bray. Because I'll tell you what, not only did he pin AJ Styles, okay, at, uh, as the last guy and eliminated him to become champion. But before that, he pinned the current, at that time, the current champ, who was John Cena. <clears throat> so what that does, both with his finish. He pinned them both with his finish at two separate times. So that is a great way to seal the deal that this is your guy. They left no doubt. You know, they left no doubt with Bray Wyatt. Left no doubt at all. That's how you do it. He pinned Cena. And he pins Cena. Uh, uh, he pins Cena. He pins AJ, former champ and current champ. Now there's no doubt. Now he goes and does his Randy Orton stuff for WrestleMania. Clean, smart story. Uh, and, and I like that fact that he defeated both those men. Because that right there, you want to leave no doubt in your new champ, especially a guy like Bray Wyatt, because he's such a quirky. The character's so quirky. You know what I mean? So you want to really, from a wrestling perspective, from a credibility perspective, and the guy's credible, I'm not saying he's not, but uh, you really have him defeat both those guys, because when you think of John Cena, you think of champions. When you think of AJ Styles, you think of champions, especially if you've been watching SmackDown for the past few months. So, you know, uh, it, it was just smart. That right there is simple, succinct booking. And Bray Wyatt, I think, uh, hopefully they keep it on him a while. Who knows? We gotta figure this out. See if they, you know, take it off of uh, take it off him at WrestleMania. Put it on Randy Orton. I'm sure that, um, you know, I'm sure you lumberjack. You'll you'll just read the odds and figure it out right before the show. And when we do a prediction show, you'll just say that. You no, know, that's really that simple. Right or wrong? Wrong. Uh, okay, wrong. You seem annoyed. Uh, what? Because because what? Some of the fans were attacking you yesterday because be, uh, all weekend because you slept the whole weekend. I wasn't sleeping, per se. Dude, you disappeared. You disappeared. I mean, you snoring on social media. Snoring. Oh, it's coming up. Oh, maybe. We got oh. some good ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's no longer soaring on social media. It's snoring on social media. Dude, you, 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 you're gone. You, did, you cannot disappear. This is a streaming show. I just you took know the weekend works. off. I said, guys, you got it. No, 
they can't, you just got to really stop being lazy. You can't. You just got to stop. I was too busy reading uh, reading the odds. <laughs> and then you send the, 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 what do you call it, Roman Reigns doing the DX chop to all my audience. That was nice. <laughs> that was professional. I talked about... Uh, that was nice. I was talking, and I said, is it time to turn heel? I was talking to one of my buddies, and he was like... Oh, that's that's good advice. One of your buddies. Nice. He was like, who's the who's the guy that the fans like the least right now? It's like Roman Reigns. And he was like, go with something with that. And I was like, that's easy. Does he know how to run board? Maybe he should be the producer. <laughs> you Not stop? well. I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> I've had a few of those guys, but I digress. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that was really unprofessional that you did that to my audience. That really wasn't nice. That you said Well, on, on behalf of... To, to all the audience out there, I apologize. That was sincere. Okay, so that was nice. So, yeah, that, that really worked well. But uh, but anyway, I, I um, like I'm saying, man, I the, the thoughts for me at, in that main event, well, that it was awesome. Okay, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the thing, now, real quick, let me just jump into this really fast here, and we can talk about this for the rest of uh, the show at times. I'll just sprinkle it out there right now. You know, a lot, there was a lot of chatter about Mauro Ronaldo on Twitter during the show. I mean, because he did call it Hell in a Cell. He made a couple of mistakes again. I mean, that happens. But he did that last week. I mean, you can't... I could tell you from experience, like Vince McMahon, like, he'll giggle maybe once or twice when that happens. But when they're branding something and spending a lot of money on it for, like, a long time, the name of something, and you as the lead, uh, lead guy mess it up, that's not good. <laughs> so that is not good. Um... You know, uh, the thing is, being an announcer in the WWE is a whole different animal. It's different, it's different than calling the New Japan stuff. It's different than calling Ring of Honor. It's just different. It's a different style. It's a lot harder. You're covering a lot more stuff. It's, it's a whole different style. It's not calling radio, meaning on ball, switch, oh, ankle pick, took him down, leg ball, wow, cover, one, two, kick out. You can't do that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, at times you can sprinkle that in, but you got to tell stories. And I'm not saying Mauro doesn't tell stories, but I, I think, and I like Mauro personally, but what I think, and I think he's good, but I think sometimes what happens is he tries too hard. I do. I think he tries too hard, and he tries to get all his stuff in because there's a lot of prep. He pro he's probably a prep nut like most play-by-play -play guys, and he tries too hard, and I think that's that shows it. It's not good. Uh, with, with the cliches of just he's beat me over the head with these cliches. Just stop with the cliches, please stop. Stop. It's out of control. Just talk, man. Just call it. His levels are very high throughout the show, and and you know, just my opinion, you can't start segment one and two that hot. You just can't. You have to be good enough to sound excited without screaming at me for five, six, seven segments. And then Mauro, at the end of the night, when we crown a new champion, that's when he brings his levels down. He brought his levels down, his audio, his, his, his tone. I was surprised. That's when you climax up. <laughs> that's when you're going to yell a little bit. And I got to tell you, you know, and I know the announcers worked hard, and it's a, not an easy gig. I'm telling you from experience. But those guys at that desk got to do a better job last night of sounding shocked and amazed that Bray Wyatt just, not that it was an, an upset, nothing like that. There was no true, it was seemed very contrived to me when we heard the announcers and we just saw the, the sister Abigail on scene, on, uh, I'm sorry, AJ, one, two, three, new champion, ba, ba, ba. I didn't feel like it was like a, whoa, 
whoa, my God. Like, you know, that that's when you blow your gasket. Right there. And it's not just Morrow's fault. It's JBL and Harvard's fault, too. That's when it's got to happen. That's when it's got to happen. I'm telling you right now. Got to do a better job of that. Got to do a better job. Hey, uh, Frank in Georgia. You're on a hey, Taz what's show. Up, what's Taz? up, buddy? What's up, Love and Jack? Hello, I can't hear you, buddy. Hey, you guys hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. What's going on, man? Hey, I got a comment about last night, my off the hooks. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what? Uh, off the hooks. We got to do those to uh, myself and Lumber. G- g- give us your off the hooks first. All right. First off, got American Alpha with Kurt Angle. Oh, hold on now. Is this is this uh, is this ma- which matches this? You one, two, or three? Match one. Match one. All right. Go go go. American Alpha and Kurt Angle. Yeah. Against the Bullet Club, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Oh, that's cool. Okay. What else you got? Got uh, Baron Corbin against Bruiser Brody. Love that. Good job. Next. And then Charlotte and Trish Stratus against Lita and uh, Bailey. Put some thought into that, my friend. I like it. I like it. All right, what else you got on the uh, show last night? And then the comment about last night is that I don't know if you guys noticed it, but with the new structure of the chamber, they kind of had a pad on the floor out there. I think that kind of took away from the ambiance of the chamber. Okay, you're saying a pad like by the pods on the outside of, of the where the uh, ring or the outside of the ring would be, but there's a platform. Right. Yeah. I saw that. Um, I, I can't disagree with you. Uh, I really, I can't. I mean, because uh, you're right. <laughs> so um, I think it does take away uh, from, from, from that, that, that heavy steel, dangerous situation that you're in. Um, I, I think because they're just trying. Thank you for calling, uh, Frank. I appreciate it. I think they're just trying to, uh, you know, keep the guys safe or whatever. Or maybe there was some you know, spots that they wanted to do out there. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't. I can't disagree with that completely. I cannot disagree with that. Was that on the betting stuff, uh, Dennis? The, the, on the, like with, that they were gonna have padding. Was that on the on the odds? Or I not? see what you're trying to do. I I wouldn't know. Oh really? Okay. You know what's gonna happen when what's the next one? Fastlane, right? Ross doing that pay We will do a prediction show here on a Taz show on that Friday before. But I got to do it blindfolded. No. You will have your mic on mute. <laughs> you, sir, have now broken the trust with the man of the hour, me. The guy who's running the game, bro. That's me. I'm running the game. Okay, you broke that trust. You I did. Would, I would love to dispel this rumor right off the bat. You can't. You can. You can? How? If I read the if I read the betting sites which i don't i vehemently deny oh god wouldn't i have Such a liar who was my who was my royal rumble pick i picked with you i said finn balor anthony comes to me the day after and says well, hey man about the royal rumble because because anthony says dude i found a site online oh randy orton was a huge favorite hold on a second so you're telling me because I've seen you and Anthony talk about gambling, about other stuff, r- mainstream sports, that Anthony came to you. He's the one. Oh, he's my mole. So you're putting the heat on Anthony. I'm not putting any heat on Anthony. I'm I saying, see what's happening. I'm saying, if we're talking betting on WWE, he needs to be included. Wow. Burial Jones. No burial. Oh, my. Dude, that's a complete burial. 
burial. Are you burial. kidding me? You just buried the guy. You did. Oh, God. You just buried him. You stooged him off. No. because you, hey, you rob a bank with a guy. Right, you rob a bank with a guy. The it cops de- go. It depends. No, who, who's on. in what role? Who's the wheel man? He's the wheel man. Oh, you always give up the wheel man. I'll say, I'll say, you can't give nobody up. You rob a bank with a guy. That's the always get rid of the wheel man because the wheel man <laughs> will squeal on you first. Oh, that's just man. bank robbery one hundred and one. I can't believe you just buried the poor kid. No, I didn't say he used the lines because he didn't even pick. Randy Orton. So because he came to you about this site, you That's, were like... It planted in your head. No, no. Nah, nah, you were like, oh, look at this. It's a website. Con. Now I could go in a room with Taz. I could make predictions. I could defeat Taz because I'm a cheater. That's, defeat Taz. Yeah, that's, that's what you said. Because see, what I don't do, I don't look at sites, spoilers. All of my thoughts, opinions come from my mind. Sometimes I'm right on predictions. Sometimes I'm wrong. I don't claim to be an expert, but sometimes I'm wrong. Uh, sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I say things out here, and it's like uh, free consult. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I'm a con- uh, consultant. I'm free consultant Jones for WWE. Like for example, um, when a new women's champ comes out, I was bitching and moaning every time she comes out with that cool entrance. I don't want to hear guys that are in their 40s, the announcers, talking at all about anything. I want to see this girl in her prime come out with this cool techno style. <laughs> entrance doing her thing okay and it's cool and it's exuberant i don't want to hear some guy who's sitting in starbucks 42 years old with his bifocals on reading the glasses reading the glasses reading the newspaper i want to watch this is fun so now what they do they stopped they stopped you notice that they don't have the announcers talking during that entrance stop see that some would say it's a hack on you, Taz, because you're a genius. Yes, I know. I understand that. Yes. Yes. But, but, I'm okay with that because it's better for the show. Better for WWE show. It's good for the business. That's why I look at it. You, sir, are not good for the business. You are a hack. You, you hack the website, and then you come on my show to defeat me, and people thought you beat me. That's what happened. You didn't beat me. You cheated. You cheating bastard, y'all. That's what y'all. See, here's the weird thing too: is with the predictions, you that was the elimination chamber was the only match you got wrong because it was red headers. The other ones, uh, no, no, you did that. You did that on purpose. No, you set me up. You did that on purpose. You had the other ones. So what was the what? How, how did I get right? How many did you get? How, what's there this? were there were seven matches on the card, excluding the the pre-show. You went five, one, and one with the no contest between mm. Nikki Bella and Natalia. Yeah, I went three, three, and one. You seem, you know, very tired for a guy that basically slept all weekend. I got to tell you, you seem very, very tired. You do. I mean, you put me to sleep. I'm trying to keep the show energized, but you just seem like you'd rather be anywhere else but in this room with me. I'm maybe not anywhere else, but like a beach would be nice. Sleeping on a, a beach. bed would be really Sleeping good. Sleeping in the bed, yes. A bed and breakfast. I could go. Maybe Chef Mike's well, the cook. I there. saw you inhale a bagel before the show. It was almost uncomfortable to watch. It was a. I. That's what. I, that's my goal attack. when I eat. I try was, and make everybody else as uncomfortable it was, as possible. It was an attack. It was. I've, I've seen. Oh, I don't mess around. No, I. I have seen Wolverines that that eat. I file my I, teeth I mean, it's, to it's, a sharp point. It's it's dangerous. You got to stay away from you at times. I got to be honest with you. You're a cheating bastard. Hey, uh, Kevin in Los Angeles, uh, I got a problem with you. Uh, welcome to the Taz Show. I do have a problem with you, by the way. What's going on, Taz? What's going on? What's Dude, I, I know who you are because I saw it on Twitter. And I'm, can, you're, you're from Los Angeles. I just said that, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, you know what my problem is, right? What's the 
No, 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 listen. You were at that show last night, right? Yes, I was. Aha. And I saw you. you. You tweeted, right? You were nice enough to tag the Taz show and me and the Lumberjack. He was sleeping. He didn't see it, Kev. Um, and I, I noticed you were wearing a Saturday Night Main Event shirt from 1982. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't hear you well. It seems like you don't expect me to come at you like this. No, I'm losing my voice and screaming my head off last night. I had a good time out there with my friend Coleco. Were you screaming the Taz Show rules? Because I could, couldn't help but notice you didn't have a Taz Show sign either. I'm just wondering. But you had a plethora of world championships on your shoulders. No, actually, I did have a Taz Show sign. I tweeted at you guys earlier when we first uh, crossed the state line. I was- I know you get a lot of tweets. Uh, direct I didn't see that. Uh oh. Well, then I gotta apologize. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Not today. Sorry. That's my friend Kalika in the car. Don't get me in hot water with that. No, that's all good. I'm hearing the show. So, how was this? I'm busting your balls, bro. How was the show? It was pretty good, right? The crowd, the overall crowd, we were all into it from start to finish. It was, it was a great time to be having you and loved it. That's cool. The chamber, people also, must be going nuts during that chamber, but there were some parts of the regular show that people were quiet, right? No, it was, um, it was an even flow of um, people being enthusiastic. Really? And also, personally, I know you probably feel the same way. Being there, it was a blessing in disguise because also you didn't have to put it with David Otunga on uh, commentary. So I love that part. <laughs> well, you didn't, you didn't miss much. You didn't miss much there, I can tell you that. Um, you know, I, re- I respect the man for going to Harvard and everything, but when it comes to him being a commentary color guy, I don't. He don't have the. No, nah, he just can't. Of- he just he doesn't. I, it feels like he's disingenuous. I think he's being fed a lot of lines. It just doesn't feel real. Um, you know, I got to tell you, when you watch it, um. When you watch some of those undercard matches, Kev, on uh, on the pay-per-view last night, the, you guys, the crowd, did not seem loud during some stuff. It seemed like there was a lull. Now, I've been in enough arenas working, so I understand it's a totally different audio you know, feel when you're there as opposed to you know, watching it on the WWE Network. But um, that's why it's interesting that you said everybody was the fans were hot throughout the whole show. I, I, I couldn't tell that on TV. I think the only time there might have been a lull is like at the beginning of the tag team terminal match. Once it became between uh, American Alpha and the Usos, that's when I think things really wrapped up and stayed hot for the rest of the show. I'd say arguably the biggest pop of the night when Naomi won the women's title, I popped hard. Yeah, I was happy for her. Good for her. Yep. And then I swear to God, if you were there, Sad, you and Lumberjack, you would have felt like the the roof was going to blow off when Cena took that fall to Bray Wyatt. Oh I'm yeah. Yep. I think because like people, man. I think because the audience there, you guys in the crowd probably realized that you guys were on the cusp of definitely seeing a new champion because Cena lost, and you had a feeling that was going to be Bray because they just had him beat Cena. Next thing you know, it happened with probably what you guys were thinking was going to happen, where then he defeats, uh, you know, John Cena. Thank you for calling, Kevin. And uh, I was busting your chops about. I couldn't help but notice that he was not wearing a Taz show apparel. But he I did have a lot of belts. He did. He did. I, oh, you're looking at it now, right? I was, yes. Typical. Yep. See, two days late, dollar short, short. I, That's liked, you. I yeah. liked it in, in lifetime, though. No. No. I did. You, oh, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know what? I, I just, I'm trying my best not to cuss out here and go crazy. I appreciate that. Because if you want to see my true feelings about you, Dennis, you can look at my Twitter before the show. 
Uh, I was. It, oh, I saw that. It was. I thought those were kind words. Yeah, very professional. Yeah, yeah. No, I just. I. I don't like being swerved and worked, especially by a mock. No disrespect, but I'm just telling you. Respect. Okay? Disrespect taken. Yes. So. So I didn't like that at all. I just so. Uh, but it was interesting to hear that someone that was in the building, like Kevin, that it was, he said that it was loud throughout. I mean, you know, when you're there, it's a different feeling. You know, it is. Um, I don't care if you're a fan, if you're working ringside as an announcer like I did. or The only time I didn't hear the audience, believe it or not, like I really didn't hear it that loud unless it was a big pop, was during, while I was wrestling. When you're wrestling, like, I can't speak for all the guys, but a lot of guys will tell you this. I know for me it was like this. You kind of tune out the crowd at times because you're, especially TV matches, you, you got a lot to handle in a short amount of time. Uh, unless you're some of these guys that get 10, 15 minutes or two segments, then you could kind of relax a little bit. Uh, some of us weren't given that kind of uh, real estate uh, on TV. So you had to really kind of get, get your stuff going, try to make that match of the physical story make sense and, and, and get rolling. But, you know, on these pay-per-views, especially with the brand split, why I think it's good too, like I said way back, is it gives the talent more time on the card for their matches. Uh, not just on pay-per-views, but for, you know, obviously on the TV shows because you don't have to share no time with nobody. Um, another thing that popped out to me, by the way, that, that was interesting, I don't know if anybody said this online, unless I missed something, I don't recall, Dennis, seeing Shane McMahon or Daniel Bryan at all on the show. Daniel Bryan was on Talking Smack after... But I meant in the body of the in, pay-per-view, right? He wasn't on that. Correct. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no problem with that. I'm not saying I, I think those guys are on TV too much, to be honest with you. I do. No, I do. I really do. I, you know, I, I think it's good that they did that. But it would have been good to see when Bray Wyatt wins the title, maybe one of those authority figures come out there, shake his hand, put the title on him, or even with Naomi, which, by the way, I want to point something out. Naomi wins the title, which I think I predicted, correct? You did. That yeah, was I did. Yeah. That was the one that, yeah, that what, you, you did a red herring on? I, yeah, must have been one of them. <sighs> yeah, you see, you stopped yourself because you're about to stew yourself off because no, you're a bad liar. <laughs> no, because I know. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think you're a good lawyer. I th- you're trying to trap me in a corner here. Dude, I'm a horrible lawyer. I got nothing to hide. Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, no problem, buddy. No problem. So, so the thing is, Naomi, speaking of putting belts on people, the poor girl, she's she put the belt after she won. She saw, she's trying to put the belt on, and and I, she you know I don't think she realized or maybe she got hung up in a moment. When you put a belt on yourself, you put it on backwards, okay? You you buckle it in the front and then you spin it while it's on you. That's how you do it. So, but some you know people that either never had a title or if you're younger in the business you don't know that. But that's, I'm not, I'm a fan of Naomi, so she's over to me. I mean, it's, it's all good. I think she's going to be a great champ. The thing is, though, I think they should have, not just because of the belt thing, it would have been nice to see Shane McMahon or even Daniel Bryan come out there, congratulate her, put the, not, not, no promo, just come out, give her a hug, shake a hand, whatever, put the title on her, both Daniel Bryan and Shane raise her hand in the middle, hands in the middle of the ring. I thought that would have been cool. You know, to really, you know, this is the, a big moment for this girl. You know, huge, huge moment. You know what I mean? So I just think that would have been uh, a little bit better than just having to stand there by herself. I appreciate that they're giving her her moment. And, of course, yeah, I'm armchair booking. I get it. But I do think that it would have been better to do something along those lines because it kind of 
you know, first of all, it would have got the belt on it. It would have been a nice, what we call a beauty shot, where you have the two authority figures, you know, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, Naomi in the middle. I just thought that would have been a nice, uh, a nice uh, fit, so uh, in my view. Hey, uh, what we got here? Uh, we got D and DC. Uh, who's that? Who's this? B? B and DC? Not B. Who's this? It's B. B from B. Yo, oh yeah, Kirsten Jones. Uh, yeah, what's up, buddy? How are you? Good day, mate. How are you, B? Yeah, good day, mate. It's from DC. <laughs> from DC over in UK. Lumber jobber. How you doing? Lumber jobber. I will not answer to that. I <laughs> <laughs> was funny. What's up, buddy? So uh, I want to give off my Manny off the hook, and if I have time, a uh, question for Video Giant Brian. Yeah, go ahead. Quick, okay. quick. So I didn't realize this was going to be number three on the card, but uh, here is my uh, Manny off the hook match. It's a legendary flag bearers triple threat. Okay. It's Sting versus The Undertaker versus The Great Muta. Okay, and that's you're off the hook. Yep. All right, good, buddy. Good. And that was your, you had a question for who? Video Brian, you said? Yeah. It's kind of a technical video question. It's been bothering me a little bit. Go. Uh, so, hey, Brian, uh, when you watched last month's Royal Rumble, or if you saw last night's event, and compare it to any WWE TV event from last year, do you notice a change in video quality? Because it looks great. But it doesn't feel live, live. It looks and feels recorded. And is that because it's a byproduct of watching a 4K presentation on a 1080p TV? That's it. Well, I'll answer the for Video Brian. Video Brian does not watch wrestling. So uh, he will not be able to answer that question. Uh, no, I just... <laughs> partially true. I, maybe Brian can answer the question for him. I did not notice a difference in the video quality of it. Thank you, BNDC. I appreciate you calling. Going to break here in a second. What did Brian say? Leave him alone? More or less, yes. <laughs> in, in select words. Because he didn't see it, Brian, right? Yeah. He's busy flying his drone around. His job is to make this product look good. He, yes. he doesn't have time for wrestling. He's busy flying his drone around like JB. Some might get that joke. Uh, you don't get the joke because there was some stuff going on social media with JB and Josh. Uh, while you were sleeping, Dennis, because so, you slept for two days. On that note, i got to go to break. Uh, i got to go to break as we store away today. And I'll just start a break. I'll keep talking about, uh, what do you call it, the uh, Elimination Chamber. I'll take more phone calls from you guys. Uh, we'll do snoring on social media later on, maybe snoring on social media. Remember one thing uh, before I go. I'm running a game. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, a little, uh, a little issue in bed last night. Sounds bad, but <laughs> yeah. So it's sleeping. My wife's sleeping. Next thing you know, I start getting crunched up, like pushed into like a like a human accordion. What the f is going on here? My wife also. She's like, ah. I'm like, whoa! What if it's like, you know, two o'clock in the morning, dude. I got one of those friggin', uh, we got a few months ago, one of those beds that you know the head goes up, the, your feet go up, the the you can do a massage thing, like the whole the whole the bed. It's powerful. The whole thing, this motorized gimmick with a remote control. Well, the remote 
was in the bed. And I think, I don't know, one of my limbs must have hit the crunched up like a ball mode. And it was a very scary moment. And it, it's like, ah, ah, ah. And it's like, it's the middle of the night. You, don't, you can't even see. It's pitch black. The remote, like, there's no light on the effing remote. I'm getting a promo cut on me by my, my wife. What the F? I don't blame her. What are we doing here? I'm crossed. My neck is off my ass. It's brutal. <laughs> I'm just telling you. It's brutal. I feel for you. That is not a, a yeah. pleasant position. Thanks for sharing. So, uh, yeah, I'm on the gimmick chat. I uh, said hello. Uh, what's up, slunkers? And I said hello, everybody. Give me a chat at TazShow.com. You can go log in over there and watch the show for free and communicate with each other. You can log in with your Twitter account, your Facebook account, your Instagram account, your YouTube account. No problem at all. I put, yo, what up, slunkers? Hashtag the Taz Show. Hashtag we over. Lumberjack is a bullshit liar cheat. Yep. That's what I put. It's one way to word it. Sorry. 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 But those are facts. So anyway, uh, we got a lot of people on here uh, talking about the show. They're looking at the Twitter. They're talking about the, uh, the what do you call it, uh, the Elimination Chamber last night. I gave in my opening segment a little bit of my monologue, little thoughts and opinions on the new champ, Bray Wyatt. Um, you know, I think this should be really good. A lot of people been waiting a long time for Bray to get a major championship. Well, here it is. And like I said, for him to get the victory over John Cena, get a victory over a pinfall, what is finished, over John and over AJ, those are big deals. And especially that's done with his finished sister, sister Abigail. And that's the idea. You always want to, when you turn the title over, you want that new champ, heel or babyface, to do it with he or she's finish. Because it truly cements that move and brands it with that guy or girl. Those are very, very important things when you become a champion. Tag team or singles, male, female, don't matter. Don't matter. Very, very important. And they did that with not one but two guys by having, you know, having uh, uh, Bray get the victory over Cena and over uh, AJ Styles. So, uh, you know, it was good. You know, I, I got to tell you, uh, like I said earlier, I think that that, that chamber definitely saved the show. I really did. I think it's shit because the, the rest of the show didn't seem great. I mean, it didn't. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't great. Um, and, and there were times where people were on Twitter saying to me, like, dude, this thing is like a glorified SmackDown. You know, I wouldn't have gone that far. I, 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 a lot of people seemed like they did not like the luxury box stuff with uh, Carmella. And they set this all up on the pre-show because Carmella was on the pre-show. My man Sam Roberts was a guest on there with Booker T and Renee. And um, Carmella really didn't bring much to the pre-show at all, except they were kind of shooting this gimmick with her, where she's a heel, and she's looking at her phone, and she's looking into getting her dry cleaning done. Like, she could give a rat's ass about the pre-show. I get it. That's cute. That's funny. But it seemed like it was just a setup to get her in that luxury box with uh, James Ellsworth. Now, I got to tell you this. Just my opinion, okay? I I like Ellsworth, the stuff he's done. Um, it's been kind of cool, and he's been very fortunate, that, you know, getting victory on AJ and all this kind of stuff, part of whatever, and you know. And then uh, Carmella, you guys know I'm a big fan of hers. I don't think there's any chemistry between these two on the air. 
Carmella and uh, and Ellsworth. I really don't. I just don't feel it. Um, the lumber, the luxury box stuff was very. Uh, it was just dry. It it wasn't it wasn't humorous. It just wasn't it wasn't entertaining. I learned nothing. Uh, I don't remember who, but somebody on, on Twitter said, "Why why is this even happening? Like why are they doing this? Like what is the what is the goal here?" Uh, I if, to answer that question, I would think the goal, the reason why they're doing that. Right, they did the luxury box stuff is to just add something else to the show, make the show feel bigger. But they do things like that on a SmackDown. And I don't think Carmella and Ellsworth, no disrespect to either talents, just being honest, at this point in both of their careers, neither of them are big enough stars to utilize as a thread through a pay per view where you're crowning a couple of new champions. I just don't. I don't think that's smart. Um, is it the end of the world? No, it's not. It's not that big of a deal. When you think of elimination chamber, you're not going to think about that. Uh, it's okay. It's filler. Yeah, but but you know, instead of spending time with that, give an extra minute or two to some of these other matches. You know, so the matches even longer, so the guys can go out there and get physical a little longer. You know what I mean? People dig that. That's just my point of view on it. You know, I mean, uh, that the luxury box stuff. I just didn't. I didn't. I just didn't feel it. I mean. Um, I did like Becky uh, and Mickey. I, you know, I like that they started to show off with this. Um, I think this was the right match to start to show off with. I thought both girls told a really good physical story. Uh, Mickey getting heat on the arm, and and um, you know, uh, on Becky, where Becky usually does that for disarmor, and Otunga pointed that out. I'm assuming Vince or somebody gave him, or Michael Cole, whoever's in Gorilla, gave him that. That I hate to be disrespectful like that. I just I don't mean to be. I just don't. Have a lot of faith in in Otunga out there as a color commentator. I've talked about Otunga in the past many times. I'm not going to get into it again. But real quick, if you haven't heard it, my point on him is, listen, I think he does a very good job as an in-studio, pre- or post-show commentator or, or, or whatever you want to call him. I, don't, I wouldn't call him an analyst because he he's not long enough in the tooth to be an analyst, in my opinion. You know, I just think, you know, I just don't think he's an analyst. But I think he's a good personality on a pre and post show. I don't feel him at the announce desk. I just don't. So that's why I'm saying I, I, it was a good line by him and good storytelling as an announcer. I just don't know if that was from him. I just don't. I feel like a lot of things Otunga says he's being fed. I'm just being honest, being blunt. No one else is going to say it. I'm telling you, I, I've been in this role. Not fed every word, but I just feel like uh, his inflection or lack thereof feels like he's being talked to. Um, I don't know if they have that much faith in him, but he did hit a line and tell a story quickly um, about that, uh, you know, about the arm, and that that's the deal on that. Uh, there was an interesting convo, convo, speaking of Otunga with JBL, during that match with Mickey and Becky, about Mickey having this ring rust or not, and, and I think it was JBL, right, who said she hasn't been in the ring in like seven years. No, it was Otunga. One of them said that she hasn't been in the ring in like seven years, and then the other one corrected him. You can't blame those guys for that. I think, the, again, no, the, the, both Otunga and John, I think they're, they both know Mickey's been working elsewhere from TNA and elsewhere. I mean, so they know that. I mean, and then I think it was JBL who came back and said, you know, something. I think it was JBL. Oh, Otunga. I think it was JBL who said, no, she's been wrestling, just not here in WWE. That's the right line. That's honest. So I think that maybe one of them got a little ahead of themselves or was fed something. And they said, hey, she hasn't been in the ring in seven years, ring rust. As a commentator, you're trying to tell stories. 
And sometimes if there's not the right amount of storytelling put by the writers, put into the story leading up to the pay-per-view, sometimes as a broadcaster, as an announcer, you then have to grasp at straws. And, and I've done it. It's hard. It's hard. you got to find something to make this match interesting and to give me some juice on this guy or girl in the ring. So, I, you know, you, sometimes you just can't fault the announcers on that. Does that make sense what I'm saying to you? you follow oh, absolutely. Me? Uh, and then I think JBL at the end, they had him say something like, this is the biggest win in Becky's career because she was victorious with a uh, reverse roll-up out of the disarmor. She got the win. I, I, I don't know why JBL would say that. I mean, Wasn't she the inaugural SmackDown Women's Champ? You would think that would be her yes, biggest win. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, absolutely, of course, sir. Of course. Uh, oh, oh, Joe. Oh, Joe in Maryland, you're on the yeah. Taz Show. What's up? What's up, buddy? I'm hey. hanging in there. Oh, yeah. I'm very proud of you. That's very nice. How can I help you? Uh, not much. Okay, what's going on? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I heard some stuff going on back there. There's something going on behind you, bro. What's up? I hear noise. Uh, I'm just getting a beat from my mom. <laughs> you get a what now from the who what? I'm getting a beat from my mother. <laughs> oh, your mom's. Okay, cool. What's going on, buddy? What do you want to talk about here? Why went in the belt, man? Who won the belt? Bray. Bray Wyatt. Crazy, right? Were you happy about it or not? Hell yeah, man. Good. I want to break. I wanted, uh, and boy, uh, I hope you can go to them, uh, fight Randy Orton. Yeah, I know. Um, it'd be interesting to see what they do with Randy Orton and him. I think they're going to have a really good match at WrestleMania, to be honest with you, Joe. You know? Yeah. What I else is going on, Joe? What else you got? What do you think about Sting? You think Sting going to come back? No. I'm going to tell you. No, sir. I don't. I think Sting is done. My opinion. I do. I think that'd be cool, Joe, but I don't think it's going to happen. Seriously. Thank you, Joe, for calling in Crab Country. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. You... I think he was a little flummoxed. His mom was bothering him. Well, sometimes. He... It's like me. I'm like your mom. I'm sitting here yelling at you. <laughs> I would hope you're more like my dad. <laughs> Stop. You're a funny guy. You're a funny lying guy. You just sit there lying and laughing. Day, night, cold, hot. That's what you do. I was just reading my joke sheet, and then all of a sudden it was like, my hey, Bray sheet. Wyatt's going to win the Elimination Chamber. And well, I was like, I man, I should it, store that away. You know, I wonder if this show is going to trend today. Interesting. I mean, we've been we have a pretty good run, but we've always been trending. Taz show. Threshold Jones has been trending for a while. It's kind of a disappointment. I kind of blame the audience. Um... <laughs> But maybe you could check out the um, the odds on that because you you get all your information from the odds and see the if odds the show's on trending. Trend. Maybe you could I don't know maybe you could do that. I mean that's kind of what you do, right? I'll talk so, to my Twitter guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anthony. Yeah. The guy you buried that said that he. Gave I didn't you. bury him. I just simply made it made it known that he pro- he provided the insight. He it was he didn't even take Randy Orton either. Who's he? Anthony. Oh. What do you mean? Well, because you guys it was it was. Listen, I know what you, both you, you guys do. You, you think that we're working you, and you're working us. No, I'm not working you guys. I, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Working running, us. No, I'm bull, bull, bull donkey. I'm too busy running the show. I'm busy running the show, bro. I'm running the game, running the show. I'm doing everything. I'm running the game. I'm doing everything, bro. Everything. I'm too busy. I don't have time to, to work you guys. You you know, you know, guys, like everybody else that's been involved with the show. And we can't. We're, we got to keep like, up with I'm you like so pro- we don't have time to work no, you. I'm like a prostitute. You guys Whoa. use me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a prostitute. 
Yeah, no offense to prostitutes, but really, just abused. I'm Hopefully telling. an expensive one. Yes. Well, I am. I'm a very high high rent district. Yeah. I mean, but no, really, I'm just used out here. Used. Like a just like a like a wet rag. You know what I mean? Like you something you'd wash the bottom of your, your, your car with. I don't know who washes the bottom of their car, but undercarriage Jones. I mean, you, think, you know what I mean? So it's just. I don't have any interest in wrestling, sorry. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's that's the deal on that. But uh, you really are a snake in the grass. Hey, uh, Noah in Alabama, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? Hey, what's up, Taz? Yeah. Tell you what, I thought last night was a pretty damn good event for Elimination Chamber. About the whole show or just the match? Uh, the second half of the show. You like. Yeah, see. I mean, I got. I look like I said earlier, dude. I don't know if you heard the top of the show, no, but I, I really loved the chamber match. I thought those guys busted their asses. I, I thought that that whole story they told in there physically, but all of it's a tough match to do. Very hard to do that match, and I think they did a great job of that. The other parts of the show I was like, eh, I, I wasn't feeling it. I just, I don't know what it was. I mean, well, besides the chamber, no. What was your favorite uh, match? Oh, Orton versus Harper, no doubt. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I didn't think that. I mean, uh, people were going crazy for it. I did because before that, the ma- the matches were like, ah, eh. I, I, the storytelling was ah, eh. just me. I don't know. I, I want to be more specific in a little while on the show here about it. But uh, yeah, I thought Orton and Harper definitely, besides the Chamber, was the best match. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you uh, on that. Um, the tag team turmoil deal, um, I thought was interesting, but I don't think people wanted American Alpha to win. They 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 wanted to, to Ascension to win. You know. I was one of them. There you go. I mean, and, and those guys are heels. You know what I mean? So, all right, I appreciate you, uh, Noah. Thanks for calling, big guy. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like, that that tag team turmoil deal, you know, Heath and Rhino come out. They beat the fashion police. What are they called again? Uh, Breezango. I mean, Tyler Breeze, this guy, <laughs> I was such a huge fan of his, and I'm still a fan of his. I, I, I think the kid is underratedly good. His promo work. Just watch his NXT stuff. I got to say, what Triple H did with him, I applaud it. He did a great job with him in NXT. Really. That kid got pushed the right way. That Tyler Breeze gimmick. uh, That whole, like, almost like a modern day, it's going to show my age here, gorgeous George type thing, you know? Like, really modern day. Like, that that kind of, I don't know, I just, that Adrian Street, type of feel for those that remember Adrian Street. You know, it just really was uh, just um, phenomenal. The kid was great at it, and it just kind of, you know, fell apart for the poor kid, you know, once he got to the main roster. Um, and I think there were reports way back when he came to the main roster that he left the show early. They were looking for him to go back out to do something, and he had left uh, one of the Raws early, and I think that was the reports. I don't know if that's true. In defense to the kid, but you can't do that. When you do that, you, you're screwed. And then you, now you're behind the eight ball for a long time with the boss. And you can't blame Vince. You know, it's just really, just you can't. You, I wouldn't blame him for that. You got to be there. You got to stay there. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. I mean, I know what it's like dealing with employees here now with my show. It's, it's People just use you. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's a horrible feeling. It really is. Don't apologize, Dennis. It's okay. You don't have to apologize. I would if I was wrong. No, you are wrong. So you're wrong. No, no, no. I'll tell you. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You cheated. Okay? You cheated. But anyway, back to what I was saying about uh, Heath and Rhino. They beat uh, Breezango. And then they beat the Vaude Villains. Then the Usos come out. Right? Then the Usos come out after them. Right? Okay, Usos beat Heath and Rhino. Okay, I'm thinking, 
Go Usos here. I'm a big fan of the Usos. Big fan of the, especially the new Usos. I really am. I, I love them. I, they're real. You know what I mean? Um, Usos got a, a big heat on American Alpha before the Ascension came out. Um, you know, uh, and next thing you know, you have, uh, you know, Ascension come out and then they lose um, to, um, you know, to American Alpha. Something during this, again, not, not to go back to Mauro Ronaldo again. I just want to point something out just so I don't want people think I'm picking on the guy because I'm not. Um, I'll give you an example of, like, during this match, this tag team turmoil thing, what, what he, what Mauro did something. Like, I'll just give you a little, I'll pull back the curtain a lot on this one for announcing Okay, you got this crazy moment here. I'm, I'm trying to remember the exact spot where. Uh, help me with this, Dennis. The uh, Usos, one of them went off the top with the big splash. Correct. It leads into the finish of Alpha winning. While that splash happened, he made sure, Mauro made sure, he, and it, it, this is where this is a, a little bit of. This is what you don't do. <laughs> He mentioned uh, the late Umaga, you know, who's no longer with us. It was great talent. Uh, um, that was like in honor of him, the splash from the Usos, right? And I, I, I love that respect. I like that Mauro is showing that respect. That's probably something maybe the guys wanted him to get in. I don't know. You you can't tell that story there because what happened with the splash? The splash, remind me, I try to remember the spot. There was a splash by one of the Usos. Uh, what the heck happened? You don't know. I'm looking at your face. You got deer in the headlight look. I'm looking at your face, and it's just like, I was sleeping, Taz. I don't know. I wasn't. So anyway, um, you have no idea what I'm talking about. No I idea. don't. What do, what do you, like, you just want to run it back? Wow. So so they hit the wow. splash. They run in the ring. Okay. I'm, I'm going to save you here. <laughs> so so you. So what happens is. This was the true climax into the finish. And he, Mauro, made sure he mentioned Umaga's name just to get it in. Like, those type things, I, I'm not speaking for the fans here. I'm speaking for the guy who pays Mauro. <laughs> I'm telling you the way the company wants the announcing done. That doesn't seem real. That seems contrived. Okay? That seems contrived. That's, again, not the end of the world the guy did that, but those type of things you can't do there as an announcer. I think Mauro does that a lot. He just has so much stuff on on paper. The man works really hard. He does, and he, he's a prep nut. I guarantee he's a prep nut. Like all these play-by-play guys, which I respect, the prep time they put in. I talk about that on this show, like or many big shows we do. I could have tons of prep on paper. And I know for a fact I'm probably only going to get to about 60% of it. You have to over-prep. And it's the same thing with commentary. You over-prep, knowing you're not getting it all in. There's an old expression, JR and I, my man JR, we, we used to joke a lot about. He, he says all the time, like, God, yeah, I'm going to curse here, so cover your kids. It's not a bad curse, but I'm going to curse in three, two, one. The old expression, like, the boys would say, oh, I got to get my shit in, man. Okay, so it's like what that means is, <clears throat> you know, if we're going over a match and I'm going to beat you, Dennis, in like, you know, they want me to beat you in two minutes on Raw because they're tight on time. And you're like, yeah, yeah, but I got I to gotta, I gotta get my shit in, bro. You know, like, <clears throat> that's like, that's bad. You know what I mean? Like, you don't always have to get your stuff in. And it's the same thing for announcers. 
And again, this is just just me just giving an opinion on on the guy on that. And just because I do like Mauro, and I think he's a pro, and he's very good and all that. I just don't know. On these shows, Raw Smack, I think 205 Live, he, knock, he, he knocks that. He's on there, right? He's on there, I think. Yeah. yeah. He does a much better job on that. Oh, you, look at this guy. Oh, yeah, Taz. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Guy knows everything. Gary Gunn, uh, California. <clears throat> You're on a Taz show. What's up, buddy? What's up, the great Tazoo? How are you, big guy? How are you? I'm, I'm good in a... And a moon's over Miami to the lumberjack, Danny Jones. Oh, delicious <laughs> meal. Yes, it is, actually. I know. I'm very familiar. I'm very familiar. What's up, big hey, guy? Man. What's up, man? Hey, man, I just want to put you over. Um, you know, I took Thomas to swoop through the iTunes gimmick, schmimmick, yeah. and uh, bought bought uh, Music Volume 5. And on that track, uh, they got that um, If You Dare. The yeah. entrance music of the great Tazoo, baby. Thank you, bro. Well, let me ask you, why don't you go to Clothesline and buy a t-shirt or a hat? Buy a hat. I mean, that's more important oh. than buying a song. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, man, what, what <laughs> makes you think I happened already, bro? Tell, oh, all right. So, <laughs> well, maybe you want to share with the group? What, what do you have? Tell me. Oh, man, I got that great Nub City, baby. Oh, look at this guy. I like this guy. All right, all right. That's cool. My man, I appreciate it, bro. That's good, man. Good yeah, stuff. Man. Look, you, I appreciate you yeah. supporting the show. Seriously, dude, I do. Oh, yeah, all the time, man. But uh, um, kind of want to just talk to you. Maybe you should try to do some Taz tones, some ring tones, you know, those shavings when I get my, my alarm in the morning, <laughs> something like wake up, you know, get back to work before yeah, you give like, you a beating kind of thing. Wake up, Jabba. Get back to work before I give you a beating. <laughs> I feel you, yeah. Well, that's hacked from the jerky boys, but I hear you. Yeah, ring tones are not bad. Thank you very much, Garrick. I appreciate it. I need to make money. There's not enough money in that. I need money. I need, like, a lot of money. You know what I mean? I want to make a lot of money on stuff. Did you buy Powerball this weekend? No, what? Did you read on some website which is going to win? I just wanted to I, would, I wouldn't be here if I, if uh, I had the winning oh, ticket. You love it here. Are you kidding me? $285 million. That's it? Nah. That's, nah. that's walking around money for yeah. me. My pool house costs half the night. <laughs> Are you kidding me? $285 mil. Come on, stop. <clears throat> Powerball, really? Yeah. What do you pay like, like you buy like for a buck? I don't gamble, bro. I'm not like you. I, I, you know, that's you, not gambling. Are that's you spending money on that's it? That's investing. That's gambling. That's investing. It's illegal, sir. No, no. That's no, I'll do the Powerball. If it's that much, you like, got it. Yeah, yeah. I would still do the show, though. I would still be here. You're like, well, I don't know who's going to work with you. <laughs> I don't know who's your producer, but I'm Ro- not going to be here. Rover. If I, hit, if I hit for 285. <laughs> I might even take Rover with me. Like Rover, line one. <laughs> yeah, Rover's, Rover's like, I'm out of here, bro. <laughs> Rover, oh, too much. All right, look, I got to go to break over here. All right, another side of break. Another hour coming at you. Uh, take some phone calls again. Talking uh, talk Elimination Chamber. Going to give you a raw preview later. Oh, we got to do off the hooks on the other side of break. Remind me. Got to do off the hooks. Got to get Anthony in here in a little while. See if he'll give us off the hooks. See what he thinks about, uh, well, I don't know, Dennis burying him. All right, Tash Show. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, back here, Tash Show. One hour down, one hour to go. I'm going to talk a little more uh, Elimination Chamber, give up the hooks in a minute. Couldn't help but notice this week an interesting uh, ex-Nick superstar, New York Knicks. But Charles Sprewell sat next to uh, James Dolan uh, yesterday at the Garden when they played the Spurs. Uh, Latrell hadn't been uh, to the Garden in 13 years. 
Holy James Dolan. He's trying to curry favor with some of the ex big name uh, Nick players, Knickerbockers. Have you noticed this? That was a big time work. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, big time. The NBA's a work. I watched that Golden State Warrior game, bro, uh, against OKC on, uh, what do you call it, Saturday night? Golden State won 130 to 114. I mean, listen, the game's a work. But ain't no one beating the Warriors anyway. Work or shoot. They're amazing. They're amazing. Kevin Durant first came back in OK City. He had more heat than, uh, you know, people with heat. And um, <laughs> that's what really, they say. He had a lot of heat. He had 34 points, nine rebounds. And how about Russell Westbrook? This kid is just an amazing athlete. His first step explosion, the way he pops off, he explodes. Amazing, man. A big heat with him and Kevin Durant to get a little uh, work angle. But anyway, Russell Westbrook, 47 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. Him and his former teammate, Kevin Durant, running the muck back in the day in OKC. No more. Kevin Durant, Warriors. That Warriors, that's an all-star team. Yeah, my man number 30, what's his name? Uh, uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry, bro. Clutch Jones. That's his new name. Kid don't miss. He don't miss. He's unbelievable. Three Point Jones. That should be his name. There you go. He's <laughs> unbelievable. Dude, if I played basketball, I'd be like Steph Curry. Just like him. You, you strike me as a big Steph Curry guy. You got the same build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same build as Steph Curry. Yeah, exactly. Exactly the same build. All right, I'm having uh, headphone issues here. Hold on a second. Bear with me. We're going to do Off the Hooks. Are you ready for Off the Hooks? I am ready, yes. Is Andy going to come in here? If you, If you'll have him. Yeah, Ant, come on in, Ant, when you get a chance. Uh, let's pipe that down. We get Anthony in here. We'll do a little off-the-hooks action. Got a lot of stuff going on here. Tash, we got to talk about Elimination Shame. A lot of people calling the show still. We'll get Anthony in here in a minute. We'll play his entrance music because it's all new. We know he's a big fan of the country. Dude, this headset, I'm going to rip it out. I'm going to rip everything out of the... You got to be gentle with I, it. I, dude, I, I got crushed in the bed. Oh, here he comes. Ladies and gentlemen, call expert. Coming in with beating grin on his face. He's pissed off. He pointed at the dentist. He's mad at the lumberjack. And I don't blame him. Easy. No one can hear you until you talk to the mic, sir. Just wait. Let's get his mic going. Uh, that's why you got to watch the video. Right now, it's must-see TV. I'll tell you that right now. Let's, uh, hey, hey, uh, can we just hey, can we get a level list here somewhere? Is that possible? Yeah. Yeah, uh, welcome to the show, Ant. Um, What's going on, Ted? How you doing, buddy? Uh, my mic's on for once. How about that? Yeah. Put my mic on! Damn it! Um, so, <laughs> anyway. Dude, the guy buried it. I can't even turn my back on him now. The guy buried you. He put all the heat on you. I put the match challenge for, for out the there. gimmick. He put all the heat on you for for the gimmick, right? Are we good there, Brian? And it wasn't fair. Multitasking Jones. Talk to me. Look at that. That's uh, awesome. No, it's good. not fair. And I was ready to defend him. I was ready to come tell you, like, dude, he didn't cheat. But who knows now? Yeah, he cheated. He went on the website. He put the heat on you, but the website. Yeah. He's a grown ass man, and he blames you. It's not right. All right, so you have off the hooks. You ready? I'm ready. Are you guys all ready? All right, so I'm going to give my off the hooks. This is match three for me. With three for us. Three. Did you give your first two? Yes. See, I'm really in tune. All right, <laughs> uh, I'll give... Who usually goes first, me? Yes, you're the host. You go first. <laughs> hey, don't get hot. All right, I'm going to go match three for WrestleMania, Fantasy Book, and Jones. This is what I'm going with. I am going with... No, 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 no. I'm going with Cesaro versus... The late great Rick Rude. Cesaro oh. and Rick Rude, I just feel 
two super strong, muscled up guys that are athletic as hell. Mm-hmm. Both tough, tough dudes, strong as hell. I just think it'd be a, a match to see. I'd love to see that, man. Uh, Rick Rude, uh, you know, obviously it'll never happen. Rick Rude versus Cesaro, I think would be great. Uh, hey, Dennis Jones, uh, do you want to go next or do you want to have Anthony go? I would love to go next. Go. All right, so what I did here is I kind of I went a little off the rails. Oh, you did, huh? I'm going to have a Queen of the Ring. Oh, interesting. I like that. Yeah, so leading up to WrestleMania. Who'd you steal this from? Because you don't have an original thought. I read, I read it online somewhere. Yeah, he read it on some website right <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, he read it online. So, so I'm gonna leading up to leading up to WrestleMania. There's 12 women, and they obviously paired into twos. They each have a match, and then there's an elimination chamber out of the 12 out of whoever wins one of the six matches. Mm. So I have Trish and Lita paired up. Right. Charlotte, Sasha, Gail Kim and Oscar, China and Medusa, and then Mae Young and Fabulous Moolah. Those are the six Dude, matches. That's your third match? Come on. You know, I need to put a governor on this thing. I, 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 because some people call in and they do the same thing. They give 100 talents yeah, in one match. Line. Come on. It should be the max of four talents in one match. Well, you can't put all. Now you're capping. Six. 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 All right. Six. Yeah, six. So it is, you can't have a whole. It is six. Because it is six because I have the queen of the ring leading up. And then whoever wins those matches, then they face off in a, in a six-woman elimination chamber. That's a horrible idea. I think I heard Seth <laughs> tell him this once and he just stole it from him. <laughs> He hacked it from Seth. Wait, Video Bro, I, I did that wrong? <laughs> Who was I supposed to have? He's such a snake in the grass. Oh, I, screw, I screwed it up. What I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that idea, your fancy booking, was horrible. What? <laughs> horrible. Well, well, sorry. Sorry. My show. It's my rules. Lame. Suck. That's what I say. Done. I feel, I feel like Dolph Ziggler right now. Kalisto and freaking <laughs> Apollo Crews. Yeah. I'll get into that in a little bit. All right, Ant, what's your fancy booking? Well, I have old Oh, school. this is going to be good. <sighs> He's so he knows I'm coming. He knows that his, he, you put his two weeks notice in for him. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows. He knows. Oh, that's so, what that was. It's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. Yes. But I get rid of him. I have a boiler room brawl between Sandman, Mankind, and Raven. Love that. See, that's a good idea. I was gonna add a new star, but there's no one that hardcore that. No, no, you did it perfectly. See? That's perfect. There's no need to change nothing. Hey. Taz, it's a little something on your nose. <laughs> Dude, it's called friendship. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's called friendship, and it's, a, it's called respect. It smells weird. Yeah, it's called respect. Your friendship uh, smells weird. Yeah, it's not called being a snake in the grass like you, okay? You know what I do to snakes? You know what I do to snakes, Dennis? I chop their heads off. That's what I do. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, yeah, it's a little stre- extreme, but I do. That's what I do to snakes. Whenever I see a snake, I chop its head off. That's what I do. Yeah, chop it off. You better watch out. With yeah. your hand? I, I put a raise my yeah, yeah, just chop it. That's efficient. Yeah, you heard it. No time for a shovel. Let me the just guy get... comes out with 25 girls in a match. Match just 12. Three. Just 12. Horrible. Please don't come out here with bad booking. I don't need that. I worked in places with bad booking. I don't need to deal with that anymore. I said queen of the ring. Oh, that's a good idea. No. And now he hates it. I didn't. We're done. Uh, any okay. other Any other <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> Any other thoughts on this guy throwing you in the bus? Uh, I'm never turning my back on him again. He's a snake. Yeah, I'm telling you. snake. He definitely Why? was looking at those odds. He's a lot. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what odds he was talking about for the rumble. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Convenient. Odd, wake up. Convenient. This guy over here. He don't even do his job right, bro. Tragic. Yeah, it is tragic. That was Anthony right there. That's a good walk off. Andy, there goes Anthony, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Andy right there. Call expert attachment. We'll get him later on. All right, that's his exit music. The guy's old. <laughs> He's unbelievable. He's got extra, entrance music, exit music.
He's got everything. All right, I'm begging you. All right, anyway, so that's the deal on that. So we got rid of that. So those are the matches. Your match sucked. I mean, my <laughs> match was good. Hefty's was good. That was pretty good. Uh, and I just thought that kind of the, put a little log jam in the show for a minute because we were doing Elimination Chamber, but it's a busy show, and we had to make sure we get in our off the hooks because people keep track of this, and it's important. So, all right, so I talked a little bit about the tag team turmoil. I mean, I got to back up a little bit, though. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, Ziggler and Apollo uh, against Kalisto, the two-on-one match. I like the way they started. It was smart, simple booking, but good. Where Ziggler attacks Kalisto before the entrance. It caught people by surprise. It got a good reaction. Uh, but then that reaction by the audience, from the way it tra- translated on TV, uh, they started to die down. And, and, and throughout this match, again, translating on television or the internet... Um, there was no energy in the audience, uh, in, in my opinion. There's no energy. I mean, uh, maybe it was my, uh, my TV that I piped my show, my internet through. I mean, but I have um, the best TV money could buy. I mean, I have giant TVs and speaker systems. Like uh, It's like a concert. It's like going to a Kiss concert when you go to my house. So, yeah, it's unbelievable. Did the audio sound okay to you? Did, did the audience sound dead to you in this? I, I, I think it sounded dead because the audience was dead. Yeah, but we had a caller earlier, Kevin, call and say that the he said that the audience was hot throughout the whole show. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. What maybe maybe uh, I, I mean, don't know. That that match wasn't exciting to. Like, no, it just wasn't gripping to start. Well, with. There's a couple things see, that the problem with this. You got a guy who's a heel in Ziggler. There's a couple things here, okay? And and now how am I supposed to feel bad for a guy who's two against one? Number one. How am I supposed to be a feel guy for a guy that has been pushed steadily, okay? Meaning pushed for victories. So now you got him in a two-on-one, he's the heel, and he's got two faces against him. Then you got him where he's kind of people believe in him anyway because he's talented and he's, he's credible. And he's a bad guy, and he's got two-on-one, and he's wearing... Tights that are very patriotic with the American flag all over them. Either that or he's a big Patriot fan. One or the other. Will you stop? I hope it's not the latter. That'd be a good heel move. It would be in my book. But but the thing is, I don't know why Dolph was wearing you know American flag tights. But and it wasn't like you know, he was in Arizona. It wasn't like he's not in America. Like I don't know why why he did that. I don't know why. I, I maybe he had no other tights maybe there was an issue i'm sure there's a reason i i don't know is it a horrible thing that he did that no it's not horrible i just it's an observation Dolph's a pro he's a veteran he's the guy's legit why is he wearing those like that's like an old school thing you don't wear american flag stuff when you're a heel (laughs) you just don't do it unless you're working outside the united states but again the bigger picture is the booking of it you got a heel in a two-on-one situation. And as I said, he was not going to win because it was two-on-one. Sure enough, he didn't lose. Um, by the way, I was looking at Twitter from yesterday. Uh, Eric P, at Eric P29, he said what I said. He said, if Ziggler is trying to get heat, I'm thinking patriotic ring gear isn't the best option. He's right. So, um, you know, see... I, then we saw Dolph snap at the end of the match once Apollo and Kalisto win. Dolph snapped big time on the ankle of um, Apollo. Snapping it with the chair, jumping up and down, got real heat, and people started chanting, thank you, thank you, uh, thank you, Ziggler. And some folks were wondering, like, on social media, why? Well, a couple reasons why. People like, like Dolph Ziggler because he's against the machine. 
meaning that he's always got a little push, but then they pull back and pull back. They never go like like full throttle, especially in the past couple of years. It's always been kind of like a power struggle for him. You know, so that's the one. So fans can relate to that because most people hate their bosses. They do. So then they get disgruntled. So when you have a wrestler that's disgruntled or kind of like Miz is different. Miz is against the machine. He's disgruntled in the character, but he hides behind his wife and he does so many good little heel nuances and his promo work. So heel, every, uh, uh, Miz, everybody hates because he's, you got to hate him. That's his gimmick. He's just great at it. Ziggler's different. Ziggler has a likability about him. You know, it's a certain respect about him. So uh, not that they don't respect Miz, but it's they're different characters, you know. And I, I think people are chanting thank you, Ziggler, because it's more about fans just, unfortunately, and it's not because of his ability, kind of gave up on Apollo right now. So now you got to deal where Apollo's got to turn heel because people just aren't behind him. And it's not his fault. <laughs> they just, they another guy that when he was in NXT, they pushed right. Let me tell you what I'm doing, what I would do with Apollo, okay? First thing I'm doing with Apollo is I'm putting a mouthpiece with him. I'm putting a guy with him. And everybody's, I'll put Paul Heyman. Put Paul with him. I'll put Paul. Paul, get everybody over. Stop. Stop it. Stop. No, don't put Paul with him. Stop. Leave Paul alone. Let Paul, there are other guys who can talk besides Paul. Paul's with Brock. He's the advocate. Ba ba ba. That's that. You don't need to touch Paul. Okay. You need to have someone be a mouthpiece that can really talk for um, Apollo. And and the thing is, and get him some real heat because his talent is off the chain. His physique is off the chain. Bro, I don't even know if people say off the chain anymore. How to show my age? No, you. You're bringing it back. No. If, if, if people don't say it, now they will. No one, no one, no, no. You're not going to get over with me anymore. You're done with me. Um, you're trying to kiss my ass. No. I no, don't. off the chain, bro. It's not It's not in no more. It's not. It's no, not. No one cares about it. No one cares. They don't. Off they, the hook still works. No, nah, because of the show. I need new sayings. Hey, you should start reading online. Yeah. I got a guy. <laughs> Funny. Funny. This is your last show, by the way. You'll be done <laughs> after today. Well, I hit the Powerball. <laughs> hey, you hit the Powerball. You know, I'll be your best friend. Hey, what's up, Big D? Off the hook, Off right? Off the hook, right, bro? It's your show, the Dennis show. What's that? Oh, yeah. I'll be kissing your ass, bro. Oh, i give yeah. you some money. we selling advertising time to you for the Taz show. Imagine that. <laughs> if you do hit the Powerball, can you buy me a new uh, Yeah, I, I could. I'd buy us a new studio. Can you buy me a new input jack for this? Because CBS won't give me a new input jack for my headphones. Uh, <sighs> oh, looks like there's something going on in the social media. That's okay. I got it covered. That's all right. You can take a look. Tell me when you're ready. You can take a look. Just pause in the show, folks. If you listen to audio on demand, I apologize. The, the dentist will let me know when he's ready. You good? And... All right. Go. He's trending again. Taz keeps trending and trending and trending and trending. Yeah! One, one, two, two, one, two, three. One, one, two, two, one. It's not working. Yes, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being... It's not that funny, Dennis. <laughs> He's cracking up. If I'm going to get a shot of Dennis, he can't even breathe. He's left. It's hot. Uh, Daily Dollar Short Jones. Uh, here we go. show is trending. And I'd like to thank everyone, especially me. Uh, it's because of me and my popularity and my success. 
that to show it's trending. I'm over like Rover. We know that. No, no, I kid. It's because of you. The audience is the reason why the show trends. And I cannot thank you enough. I appreciate it. Dennis, you're welcome. Lumberjack for being involved with a show that has such success. Hashtag We Over is trending. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like, again, for the third week in a row, a row, hashtag the Taz show is not trending, which is very disappointing. Algorithm Jones, Threshold City. We're not at that level yet. We've at, at different levels of, of algorithms, of, of thresholds. What am I saying? What are you, stupid? Man, what is that? I mean, Very but, scientific but those are real you. words, what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Those are real, <laughs> no, those are, those no, are real fit, words. That fit in this sentence, that this conversation. <laughs> those are real words, Those yes. are real words. Listen, don't be a wise ass. But I'm just saying, those are real words that fit in the sentence. And, um, you know, that's the deal. So anyway, back to what I was saying about Ziggler and Apollo and Kalisto. I think Apollo is is it's the issue. It's not a knock on the cat, man. It's just that Apollo needs someone to talk with him and for him. He needs a heater that could talk for him. Um, I just I just think it would fit, um, uh, and because his work is there, his look is there. Everything. I would kind of change up his ring gear a little. I think give him a little bit of a makeover. Uh, I don't know if his style can work. As a vicious, violent, ass-kicking heel, I don't think he seems like he's too nice of a guy on a shoot. I think you make him a heel that's kind of a little bit of a douche, and you put him with a girl, and have the girl be his mouthpiece. For example, let's say it was a Carmella, because she could talk. You know, you put a Carmella with him. You know, somebody like that who could talk and get his heat for him, but really make them like you know, uh, a, a hot, hot gimmick. Because they'll both look great. She could talk for him. He could work his ass off, but make him like a little bit of a dickhead heel. Where he's not like a killing heel. Like like Baron Corbin is a killer heel. You know what I mean? Like there are different types of heels. Where Ric Flair, the nature boy, was a swami kind of dickhead heel. Where Taz was a vicious heel. The franchise Shane Douglas was kind of a swami dickhead heel. You know, where, you know... Uh, there's a lot of violent heels. I mean, well, well, Steve Offson, when he was a heel, was a violent heel. You know, so there's different types. You only can work within the realm that you can do. And I think with Apollo, I don't know if the vicious, violent heel is him, but people right now are kind of they're, they're kind of giving him pushback. And I, you know, it's it sucks when you're in that position. It does. It does. It really does, because that, that's not what's supposed to happen. Hey, uh, Willie Chuck in Holy Toledo, Ohio, you on the Taz Show. What's up? Uh, how's it going, Dad? Good moment. Good moment, my friend. What's going on over there in uh, Toledo? Uh, 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 Dennis, nice shirt. <laughs> Thank uh, you, sir. <laughs> Flannel Jones, yes. Piggybacking off of what you guys were just talking about, the uh, the Apollo need a manager thing, why don't they take one of the 43, 43 commentators that's a good point. They got enough of them. Lord knows that. I mean, even JBL said it last night. He goes, oh, if one of us gets hurt, the other seven or eight guys can uh, file in. He's right. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. There you go. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I don't know. They got to put someone with Apollo, dude. I really, I, it's, and not David Otunga, because I don't think he could do that either. Um, you know, so uh, Harvard is, uh, oof, uh, let me stop. All right, so what's up, buddy? It's your call, Willie Chuck. Talk to me. Speaking of JBL, did you see him fall down last night? I did. It was hilarious. Um, I was cracking up. I watched the pre-show, and I heard Booker talk about it and show it and laugh. It was very funny. 
when you, you I'm do. I'm so glad they showed it. It was great. No, it was great. And JBL's a good sport. He don't take himself serious. I mean, that's what you yeah. do, you know. And you laugh it off. And I, I pointed this out, Willie Chuck, on the Twitter. I said, you notice how um, Booker T, you know, he said it right out. He goes, yo, JBL took a bump. It was hysterical, whatever he said. Sam Roberts laughed. It really didn't say much, which he did the right thing, Sam. But Renee Young, she said, yeah, whatever he said. He took a tumble. She never said the word bump. And that's smart. That's being respectful. Hey, Booker T can say he took a bump. Even though it's 2017 and people know the inside vernacular, you still can't cross that line and a guy like Booker T can where Renee Young and Sam Roberts can't. You follow? You're right, yeah. You're right. You're completely right. Thank you, sir. All right, what else we got, bro? Uh, um, I was just – I had one question. Um, there was – um, there was a match last night. It wasn't. It had a lot of mistakes in it, and I felt really bad. I won't call them out or anything, but um, the people that were involved in the match, I know they were trying their asses off, and they they work hard. And I know they felt bad about their match at the end of the match. And I was wondering if you had something like that in your career where you just had a, a bad sequence in a match, and you came to the back, and what happened after that? Did someone say something to you? Um. You know, stuff like that. Or did you feel bad enough by oh. yourself that no one had to say anything? The one, yeah, yes, and I appreciate you saying that. I mean, people are curious what match you're talking about from last night. Um, I'm gonna, I don't want to put you in the spot, but I kind of have to because the audience want to know who you're talking about. Uh, what's well, it's, about what's uh, it's, it's the. I mean, it was kind of it's the uh, the the women's championship match, and I love Naomi, I love Alexa, but those they had a couple really, uh, you know. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't a, think it was. But I don't think it made the match work. bad. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. I thought. I thought that it was a good pop. Uh, it, it, you know, when she won, obviously. Uh, oh, no, she won. I'm talking about something. I'm talking about. I'm reading something different. I'm trying to look at my cheat sheet. You talking about Natty and Nikki? You're talking about Naomi. Naomi uh, and Alexa. I'm losing them a little bit. My they, headsets. They I couldn't. I couldn't hear you. Now I hear you. It's not your fault. Uh, it's my headset, dude. Yeah, I, I, um, uh, I'm trying to remember the spot. I don't remember them. Uh, they the, had a couple. The oh. finish was. Oh, Ale- yeah, yeah, Alexa yeah, 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 was out yeah, of place yeah, yeah. for He's the right. finish. He's right. Yes, 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 yes. Twice. Yeah. It was, they had two bad spots in a row. The same spot. Yeah. It was. It was yeah. Bad. Well, there was something else that happened in that. You're right. Now that my brain is back in tech, you know what it is, Willie Chuck. When you're talking to me, I got like I couldn't hear you good. I'm not making excuses. It's because this studio was really starting to suck. Um, so and then I'm calling from Skype, so it's my fault. Uh, it's, no, it's never the, never the audience's fault. It's my fault, sir. And thank you, Willie Chuck, for calling from Skype. If he's on Skype, why can't we see him? Oh, I know why. Because our Skype machine is broken. That's why. So now uh, back to this match with. Uh, there were so many girls on the card last time. I'm losing track here. There were three women. There was a lot of girls. Back to the match here. That, and then I'll talk about a match I had where there was a problem. Um, okay. Alexa Bliss. I'm trying to remember the spot here. She receives a split-legged moonsault, the first one from Naomi, on her back, on Alexa's back. Alexa completely no-sold it. And went for a cover with her feet on the ropes. I don't know what they were supposed to do, but I don't think that split like a moonsault was supposed to hit because Alexa didn't even sell it. <laughs> and she got nailed and she just sucked it up. <laughs> Goes for the cover, and then ref sees the feet, and then that he's right. I forgot about that fin. It's got a little screwed up at the end. Yes, it's true. I, I did forget that. Um, and what happens when you go backstage? Uh, well, the agent, when that happens, usually the producer is hearing it from the boss before the talent comes to the back. Like, what the hell happened here? They're on a different page? What's going on? Then when the girls come back, 
the producer has to talk to them. What happened? Ba ba ba. It's listen. It's it's live. It's physical. You know, it, it, these things happen. It's not. It's this is not uh, as choreographed as people think. It's far from it. You know what I mean? All right, I'm going to go to break. On the other side of break, I'm going to tell you guys about a match that I had that was, you want to talk about botch, just poopy Jones, just poop, poop, botch city. Okay, during my ECW time, because they said, ah, ECW times, you the best. Yeah, I don't know about that. I was all right. But there was a match where it was really bad, and not with a regular ECW guy. That's when Paul was in this thing of bringing other guys in. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you guys that story on the other side of the break. Take some more phone calls. Are we going to be on Facebook Live? We'll yeah, be on we Facebook will. Live at Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. We'll be over there. And I'll, uh, yeah, I'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Little fourth quarter city here. I was telling you that story. Poopy match I had in ECW off that caller, Willie Chuck. Worst match. I was looking at my Twitter. I Googled the person's name that I said I had a really bad match with. His name is Beef Wellington. He's actually a very good wrestler from Calgary. And uh, it's just he and I, we, Paul Heyman thought it was going to be like unbelievable. Like me and this guy, Beef. I think it was Biff Wellington. I might be saying it wrong. B-I-F Wellington. He was a really good guy. Very good wrestler. It's just one of those things where he and I had no chemistry in that ring. And just it just didn't work. And I'm looking at my... When I looked at my Twitter here and I went to some old tweet from September 21st, 2015. Some guy says to me, at RJ Davis 44, what was your worst match and opponent ever in your career in any fed? Hashtag suplex machine. I said ECW was against Beef Wellington. I, I don't mean to say he was the worst wrestler. I should have worded that better. That wasn't the case. You know what I mean? It was just him and I just didn't gel. He was a good worker. It's just we didn't just, we didn't gel. That's the point. You know what I'm saying? So uh, sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens. So off the caller that asked the question, the Willie Chuck, uh, there's your answer, son. So uh, that's the deal. So I don't hide from that. (laughs) So most of my matches, yes, can I help you? Yes. Yeah, I just want to. Yes. (laughs) I just want to. Yes. Okay, I'm getting to it, man. All right. I just wanted to let you know that, despite we over being trending, I also have some good news. What? Where? Uh oh! Now I got some bad news. Oh no! I don't know what's going on here. Hold on. I <laughs> have to keep co- go back. <laughs> this is unbelievable. That do you realize we're live, sir? Do you, oh, do you understand yeah. that this is live? I just had the computer crash on me. Are we going to get back rolling? Oh, I see what the good news is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, yeah, I wish I had it. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Can you get us fixed up here? We need this. I don't think people know what's about to come. Holy crap. Ola. I haven't said that All in a right. while. You ready? I believe so. Let's see. 
Kaz is trending. Oh, trending. Wow. Trending, trending. We're back, baby. We're back. Put my mic on. Yes, we're back. The old double trend. Yes, double trend Jones. Hashtag the Taz show is trending now. It's been a long time. We're back. As Frank Costanza would say, oh, back, baby. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love winning. I love it. I'm running the game. Yes. I am running the game, you bastards. It's close on me. You know I kid. Thank you, everybody. Wow. Have not seen hashtag the Taz show trending in a long time. Double trend city. Look at this. Wow. Two lope city. One, two, one, two. Test one, two. Yeah, we got it all. Oh, yeah. Sound effects stores working in full effect downstairs. Oh, yeah. How's it feel to be successful because of me, Dennis? How? Timber! Uh, it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, David, uh, in Sacramento, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hey, what up, Taz? Good moment to you, sir. Good moment, my friend. Hi. Um, Hi. About a week well, no, two weeks ago, after, right after the Royal Rumble, I did my personal uh, mania booking, Jones, of course. Oh, of uh, course, yes. I, I, I had to get some matches ready, like, in my head. What makes sense? Right. I know they're not going to do it, but uh, I just wanted to shoot them your way, see what you thought. How many matches uh, are you going to give me, Dave? How many? Three. Just three. All right. Try to be quick if you can, brother. Go of for course, it. Of course. Okay. I got uh, Miz versus Shane O'Mac. I like or that. Or Daniel yeah. Bryan's job. Wow, look at you. I like that. Go ahead. Um, the other match I got, champion versus champion, the two women's championships to keep Charlotte's streak going so then she can face Asuka to lose her streak because if she goes into Mania, she'll be 16 and out. Wait a minute, hold on. Think- so you're, wait, wait, wait. You're, saying, you're saying Charlotte with the women's championship yeah. against Asuka. NXT. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm saying the Raw champion versus the SmackDown, Smackdown champion. Champ. Oh, wow. Okay, nice. But what they're doing is I did the math, and she'll be 16-0 and 0 going into WrestleMania. Oh. And so, like, uh, they keep booking it up, and I know WWE likes to do solid numbers. Yes. So why why stop at 16? Yeah, yeah. Know? I believe in point system myself. Okay, uh, okay. I do. Yeah, I believe in that, yeah. And then, um, because I know they they love this whole first thing with the women, they love uh, that, do yes. the first ever um, women's uh, Money in the Bank. Yes. Mm. So those are it's my interesting. Three no, it's good and it's good stuff, bro. Really, really good booking by you, Dave. I appreciate it, man. See, that's the thing. And thanks for calling, bro. See, fans like like yourself, fans just, you know, uh, fans think that's why I love having like, for example, yourself here. Okay, Dennis, or when I had the captain or KFJ, whoever, or Robbie, because it's a fan's perspective at times. And obviously the phone lines, because, I, you know, when you're in the business as, as long as I've been at different levels, it's not a braggadocious moment, even though I will brag at times. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, maybe sometimes. But the thing is, I need someone that has a fan perspective at times. And that's interesting. And it would be perfect world fans that didn't cheat and go on websites to get information to defeat the former world champion in, like, a prediction show when it's just for fun. But I see the game now, so it's okay. <laughs> I see what's going on here. No, really, I do. Uh, uh, I don't. Yeah. 
Do you do you have anything else to say in defense of yourself before I continue with the calls and talking about the show and talking about the uh, the, uh, the the gimmick last night? Look, you be, you beat me. You picked five matches correctly. I happened to get the main event correct, and you know you conspiracy theory Jones out here. You're you're throwing all these accusations at me. I just you know. It's sour grapes on your part. I, I feel bad. I almost I should have picked I should have picked a Miz. I should have picked somebody else. I feel bad now. Yes, you're making me regret picking Bray. That's because you have a conscience. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm looking at on the Twitter here. Someone uh, sent this along uh, to us here. It's um, Craig Chu at CMJ True. I don't know if you're seeing this. You're you're not tagged, Dennis, because he doesn't like you and he's smart. It says, tweeted by Connor of the Ascension, later deleted. I feel sorry for these guys. Hashtag the Taz show. It looks like Connor tweeted towards Daniel Bryan. I have nothing but respect for you. You're a great human being, and thank you for the kind words. Unfortunately, it is what it is. Is it because they lost? I'm confused. Like, what, what, why? What, what am I missing here on this? I don't understand what I'm missing. Am I missing something here? Maybe Daniel Bryan said something on Talking Smack. Oh, maybe. That, yeah, I didn't see that because I was sleeping. Okay, you got to go to sleep. I got to work. I mean, I think there's a million people. Maybe you could look into that, bro. The show's trending. I'm very busy. I got people calling. I got things. I, Facebook Live, I'm trying to give some love to them. I can't even look at them. I got people on the gimmick chat. As usual, I got 9 million levels of people on the social media I have to deal with. I'm done with the tablets. It's never ending. It's nonstop. I'm not on Snapface. Instant chatter. Uh, so, you know, that that's kind of what the deal is. Hey, uh, Joshua in Baltimore, uh, you on the Taz Show. Joshua. Hello? Yeah, talk to me. You're on the show. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm good. Uh, What's up, bro? Uh, I just wanted to get my off the hooks, but before that, I got the inside scoop of why he wasn't trending on Friday. Oh, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Someone stole a rover. Someone stole a rover. <laughs> Someone stole a rover. He's back though on the weekend. He's running around here, pooping and pissing all over the office. They had him. Yeah. Over. I already was here. You know what I mean? What's your off the hooks, big guy? Um, my first match would be Mr. Perfect versus Bobby Roode. Love it. What's your next one? And then it'll be uh, Samoa Joe versus Stan Hansen in a no DQ match. Okay. And then my third one would be Dusty Rose versus Bray Wyatt with like a long, long build. That would be great, dude. But that last one, I loved. Definitely. Thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. That would definitely be off the chain. Off the heels, hook, as the kids used to say. <laughs> I'm showing my age. <laughs> Stop. All right. Anyway, um, that's the deal. What else was on the uh, on the uh, pay per view that I wanted to talk about? And I'm looking at my cheat sheet here. I'm trying to see. I kind of went into everything. If you didn't, if you just joined the show now, you check out the audio on demand later or the VOD. It's always free, as you know, tashow.com. And you can check it all out over there. Uh, I think I covered a lot of stuff I wanted to cover in the actual show. Um, you got you got an issue with your set behind you. Um, so uh, yeah. Uh, in the meantime, I'll take another call, too. i got to look at Facebook Live. We're going to try to squeeze in so on on social media. I don't know if we can do that. If we don't, next thing I'll know, I'll have this guy over here bitching and moaning uh, about his ego. Uh, anyway, Miles in California, you're on a Taz show, my friend. Miles. Oh, boy. Miles, regular call of Jones. You know the routine. You're supposed to talk when I talk. Miles in California going once. Miles in California. Going twice. It's a shame it's a regular caller. Miles. All right. Thanks for coming. I don't know what happened. Mutes Jones. Maybe he had me on hold. He's been on hold a long time. The show's been busy. 
I can't, I, you know, I can't get to everybody here. You know what I mean? I can't. It's hard. I can't do it. I cannot do it. It's hard. It's, it's very hard. How are we looking on social media? We're still good in that, in that realm? One second. And you are, you are ready for uh, your other thing, too. You're, you're, of course, your segment's always ready. That goes without saying. Yeah. How come, you know, I'm looking at the... Um, I'm looking at the gimmick here on the, the Twitter. We are trending. Hashtag the tag. Taz is still trending. Oh, trending. Still trending. Yeah. So, yeah, it is, and that's awesome. I just don't know why we always not trending more. Are they not letting two of my things trend? Is there something involved with Twitter? They got something against me now? Who's behind this? It's all a work. But I'm loaded with conspiracy theories. Like, everyone's against me. Like, it's insane. It really is. Everybody's against me. I'm running the game. It's unbelievable. People hacking me. People stealing my content. Come on, you son of a bitch bastards. <laughs> Can't beat me. Hey, Matt in Florida, you on the Taz Show. What's up? Good moment, Taz. I had an off the hook and then a comment about uh, Elimination Chamber. Go. Uh, my off the hook is a Russian chain match between uh, Rusev and Bruno Sammartino. Oh, I thought you say uh, Rusev and like Ivan Koloff or Nikita Koloff, but I like that. No, just going with the, the fake Russian thing with uh, Rusev. Don't get hot. Uh, All right. The, the main problem I had with the Elimination Chamber was the cage. I think until Baron Corbin destroyed one of the pods with uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, it was great. It, it, did, it didn't really seem like the cage was part of the story and it wasn't used. Oh, uh, well, no, hold on. But I, think, I think AJ... Um, and uh, Dean, they really used the cage. I'm so used to calling it a chamber because you're not allowed to call it a cell in the Shamaro, uh, yeah. because you stop? it's not a it's not a cage either. But you're allowed because you never worked for Vince. I'm still like mentally beaten down from that. So, oh. oh, damn it! No, it's a chamber. That's what I used to deal with. Um, Matt, the thing is, I, I to your point, I know they didn't use it for the finish. Correct? No, they didn't. Right. You wanted to see it used in the finish, the, the, the cell, the chamber, I should say? No, I wanted to see, like, more selling of the cage. I think probably the, the change of the floor was one of the biggest problems. Like, you know, pe- more yeah. people were diving outside the ring. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in the original Elimination Chamber matches, people were really selling that steel floor. It hurt. Was around it. And <laughs> it hurt. Yeah. Well, I know, but it yeah. was just, it seemed like just... A regular cage match, not not anything special. I don't know about that. I disagree with that only because of the pods, bro. They're in those pods, and the way they yeah. do the over... No, hold on. They do the overhead shot with the... And then, and then you see the light go on. It's a lot more extravagant than a regular cage. No, come on. Yeah, I just want to put you over real quick. Yeah, sure. Saying that your show was hilarious last week when Thank you were you. doing the Drake song. Oh, the Drake. Jumpman, yeah. jumpman, jumpman, jumpman. I don't need no robot. Yeah, of course, the drink. I love that. That's hilarious. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Uh, no problem. Uh, look, Thanks. man, I appreciate it. Well, you want to put me over more? We're done. No, uh, the only thing I wanted to say, I think you stunned uh, the lumberjack today. You mentioned Beef Wellington, and that got his uh, you know, mouth salivating a little bit. Kind of stunned him for the show. I already texted Chef Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. He's right, though. You're thinking about you eating noodles and, like, chunks of beef. Flank. Not a bad not a bad way to spend yeah, just a Monday morning. Eat and sleep. Story of life, son. You're like Belushi from Animal House. <laughs> Remember what uh, D- the Dean said to him? What, the, what was that line? What Dean said to him? Uh, I can't remember. But um, someone will treat me later on. Uh... 
Yeah, I don't think it was like a regular cage, by the way. Let me tell you guys something about the Elimination Chamber. Okay, and the, the most difficult thing, this is noteworthy, obviously. I mean, the whole show is. I mean, but but like, let me give you just real quick here while I trend worldwide. Uh, so this is the thing. The biggest obstacle, when you're a wrestler, you're in a Hell in a Cell, namely, let's just say Hell in a Cell, great, but now Chamber even more. Because you're in there for a long time, and it's all these guys going at it with pods and this and that. It's for the WWE uh, uh, Championship. It's a huge, huge thing. Here's the biggest obstacle. Can we get juice? That's what the talent X, the agent and the bosses. Can we get color? Can we get blood? Blood, blood, blood. Can we bleed? Because that adds to it. They can't. They didn't. You know, WWE's changed their model, the way they are. I mean, you know, I'm saying you're never going to get blood, but it's very extremely rare. Um, and I and I respect that and understand why it's rare. And I agree with them. Okay, they're a publicly traded company. They're, they're trying to change exactly. They're, the last thing they want to be is feel like they're old school wrestling with a spotlight over the ring with big jacked up guys that are hitting each other with steel chairs and bleeding. That's not what the, the WWE is. Uh, and that's not Vince's vision and, and Triple H and Stephanie and everybody else there. And, and I got to say, it's evolved to a different level. So you're, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that, that blood um, in a match like this. If you did have that blood in this chamber... Uh, then you don't have to worry. Then people aren't going to notice that the floor is cushioned on the outside of the chamber. Okay? It's just like, you know, some people are like, well, it shouldn't be. Well, you got to say, these guys are not action figures. These are human beings. Well, I've seen it in the past. Yeah, well, guys have really banged up and beat up from certain matches. I used to say matches like this. As a commentator, I would always say, you know, hell in a cell or a chamber. These type of matches pick apart your body, which pick apart your career. And Vince McMahon, like, loved when I used to say that. Because it was accurate, and he loved it. He loved that analogy. He felt it was so true. But yet it was said at the same time. So as a former wrestler, I got no problem with them padding the floor. I'm all about safety for the talent. Men and women out there and what they do night in and night out. You know, So you know, if you're going away with taking from that chamber, oh, the floor's cushioned, it sucked, well, then you're nuts. I'm not saying anybody said that, but you're nuts. What are you nuts? I'm just saying. You can't think that way. And if you had blood, it's a whole different animal. And you can't do blood anymore. It's a different time now. Tom in Chicago, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, what's up, Trending Jones? What's up, Trending Jobber? How are you, sir? Talk to me, Tom in Chicago. Uh, Chi-Town yeah, Heat! Chi-Town, baby. Yeah, I got a uh, WrestleMania off the hook uh, match three for you. Go! Um, a United States Championship triple threat match. Chris Jericho, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and Jay Lethal. Wow. Big fan of Jay Lethal and uh, I Ricky. I think that'd be great. I love that match, dude. Seriously. Yes, sir. And I got, I got one more question. Um, What do you think the chances are that we see an appearance before or during WrestleMania by Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. Uh, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. I wouldn't mind it, but I don't think so. I don't know if they need it. You know, I don't think they need it. Um, I'm sure fans would love it. I mean, maybe it'll happen. Thank you, Tom, for calling. I so I don't think they need it. I I don't think that'll happen. I, I think they've kind of moved on, and I love Hulk. Uh, I know there was a lot of issues and all this stuff and everything, and and people heard tapes and all that kind of jazz. I'm telling you, I from what I knew of Hulk, the way he treated me and dealt with me, and times that I sat and ate sushi with him in Orlando and and told stories and laughed, I always had a blast with the guy. So if Hulk came back, I'd be cool with it. I, I can't go by all this other stuff. I'm just going by who, how Hulk treated me. 
So, um, you know, but we'll see. I don't know if they need need to bring Hulk back for for the mania. It looks. Uh, but you never know. You never know. I still, we're still trending, by the way, in the high spot too. Third City Jones. We're looking pretty good. Um, now we will have the show uh, come to a close. Almost, we're gonna do a. Uh, we might run a little late. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let you, the cheater himself, do your segment. Uh, snoring on social media in a three, two, one. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we can't forget Snapchat, bitches. Saw it on social media with the Lumberjack. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. You know what I'm going to say? You know what's amazing? I know what you're going to say, but I'll let you say it. Oh, no, no. Oh, you'll let me. Thanks. On my show, you'll let me. I'll throw this water it's my, at you. It's my segment. Mm. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> well, what was I going to say? Oh, it's funny how the production works when, when your turn's up. Exactly. It's amazing how you you have that thing on deck, ready to go at any Locked time. Locked and loaded. Locked. It's like you can do a first segment. We could open with it. You yeah. know, if your model, if if you're like, hey, my monologue's <laughs> not that strong. I say, hey, look, I got someone on social media locked and loaded. Oh, you're hanging on my last word, ready to hit that open. <laughs> I can't go. All right, uh, a lot of stuff from this weekend. I would like to start. With a, a, a bit of a raw preview, um, Tommaso Ciampa, the, one of the great members of DIY, he put out a funny tweet, uh, the 11th, what's that, Friday night? He simply puts, Monday night cannot get here soon enough, hashtag raw, hashtag festival of friends. But instead of having Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, he... Photoshop, a bad Photoshop, if you will. But that's funny. At Gargano and his face and the Festival of Friends. So this is what we can expect tonight. Hopefully, DIY makes an appearance. I don't think they will. But. I don't think so. What, what? Maybe he's um, obviously just trying to um, create a little buzz about themselves and teasing like they're going to be there. He's saying, right. He's saying can't, Monday can't get here soon enough. So maybe he just wants to watch Raw. I think. Yeah, I think he was just cracking a joke. But I thought it was funny. I think it's funny. You think that I'm thinking there's more to it? That's what you're thinking? No, I, I don't know what you're thinking. What I'm thinking, what you're thinking. Nah, that's not what I'm thinking. But what's the next one? <laughs> oh, God. Transition. Transition. Jones. Snoring transition, Joe. I heard it in there. Did you hear it in there? <laughs> I did. It's. Uh, we'll talk later. A little mix Jones. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. Big E put out a, a very funny tweet this weekend. Uh, Noel Foley, mix daughter. Watch that. Watch it. Sorry. Just ignore that. How do you like it? How do you it, like it? It feels good. It feels a good. A production food problem. You're doing I can your edit, business. I can edit that. Of course you can. Um, Mick's daughter put out a tweet. I've had a long week. Somebody hand me a cupcake, which Big E responded. You're just begging people to Photoshop, quote unquote, objects into your hand. And there's the. Oh, boy. That's not it. Wow. <laughs> it's. Big E, that's a little stiff. No, but sorry, I can't help it. Um, yeah, but maybe she was talking about uh, KD, Kevin Durant. I, I, the cupcake. I think she was. No, she's not talking about Kevin Durant. But that's what I was thinking of because they had a, uh, oh, whatever. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, it was funny. What's next? You're, you're dying here in this segment. I got one last one. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who tweeted this, but it was a great children's classic. 
Washington Irving, the uh, he wrote Sleepy Hollow. Of course, he was place, phenomenal. Sir, I know who he wrote. He wrote. I, well, I know. I was just letting the fans know. Yeah, so I don't know who tweeted this at me, but they tweeted the classic story of Rip Van Winkle, the legendary story of Sleepy Hollow. Uh, the man who slept under a tree forever? Sir, what are you talking about? I just thought this was a great way to end snoring on social media. That uh, Van, Rip Van Inkle, Van, Van, Rip, son of a bitch, Rip Van Winkle is sleeping. So you want to end it with the children's classic of an old guy sleeping under a tree. I think that's how you should end snoring on social media, the inaugural. You disagree? All right, all right. Dude, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what's happening with this segment because I, I'm going to have to put a... I think we're going to have to put a, a, a poll out about the segment. This thing started off like gangbusters a couple of weeks ago. And you really... It's just been a suck fest. And now i got to run late in the fifth quarter because of this. I mean, dude, you can't come... You can't end the, end the segment with that crap. Snoring on social media? Look, that... Well, that right there, that graphic you're looking at... There you go. That's the right graphic. Not not the legend of Sleepy Jobber. Uh... <laughs> Sleeping under a, under a, a sycamore tree. I mean, what is that? It was an oak tree. <laughs> okay, well. No one cares. I, I, look, I, all I know is you need to be buried under an oak tree. Okay, oh, I so, hope. <laughs> yeah, with apples falling into you. <laughs> My mouth again. Your mouth, you ah. just eat big apples. Dude, I don't know. S-O-S-M. I mean, it's like, look, Richie Williams right here on a Facebook Live. He said, boo, S-O-S-M, boo. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bro, you're not getting over. No. You're not. Do you care if it's gone? I feel like I have to say yes here to defend myself. No. Do you care if it's gone? Nah, you know what? It's not It's not my segment. Stop. What do you mean it's not your segment? What are you it, ne- it needs... There's, there's something better Dude, to be had. You're all over the segment. The, the chainsaw, no, no. your face, the everything. Seg- the segment is mine, but it just... I don't know. I don't think social media is my niche. I feel like there's something better. Keith Ashley, Facebook Live said, stick a fork in them, Jones. Wow. They want you dead, bro. Oh, I would love a fork. <laughs> Some beef Wellington. That's, you know what? That'll be the segment. Something food related. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we could morph someone on social media, SOSM, uh, into a food thing where instead of I mean, some of the stuff is okay, but maybe you need to go and, Seek, you know, seek some out some meals, SOSM. Oh, look at you. That's not bad. I got a feeling someone fed that to you. Pardon, 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 So you want to change the segment right here live on the air? I think we're workshopping it as we speak. I think we're, what do they call it? We're chopping it up, as they say in the biz. Um, yeah, I guess so. All right, well. Whatever. I, I don't know. All I know is you made this show suck at the end. Everything else was great. We trended two trends. We over and... Oh, my God. What is going on? What is going on? Please get your shit together, sir. So, yeah, we had a hashtag the Taz show trending, which we haven't had in a while. We had hashtag we over trending. It's unbelievable. And then we ended the show like a fart in church. <laughs> Because of you, Dennis. But it's okay. You'll be back here tomorrow. You'll be sitting here producing the show. Trying your best to sabotage me. On that note, I want to thank everybody who called into the show. If you checked out the show at TashShow.com and you did the gimmick chat, thank you for that. 
or maybe you were on uh, Facebook Live. Thank you for that. Appreciate you. Audio on demand. Podcast version, as you say, in the wrestling business. We'll drop shortly. And I appreciate all the love, guys. Uh, talk to you guys tomorrow. Talking some Raw. I'm Taz. You're not. Adios. Looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture Don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns Got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink Just to get away We gotta live it up Carolina here to stay